Welcome back for another episode of Errant Adventures, the solo actual play podcast where stories are told at the speed of dice. With me, Steve Morrison, your game master and solo player. Now come on, let's grab the dice and see where our story goes. Professor Hiram Vassar attempted to sneak past the Elder League mercenaries who found him in this vault. Unfortunately, he was unsuccessful and was caught and interrogated. He tried to tell them the truth, that he is a Hamshal-accredited researcher, but he also tried to convince them that they don't need to be enemies, that they could work together to clear this vault. And the leader of the mercs seemed to recognize him, calling him by his call sign of the Digger. Their counteroffer was, turn over all data and they would let him live. Hiram is unwilling to give up the data he's discovered here, so he sets off a series of flares and makes a run for it. He manages to escape after activating some of the drones and sealing a door behind him, but he knows that they're not going to be held back for long. He's a little bit injured, but he presses on. He finds the AI core, but it's inert. And he also finds a mysterious device, this triangle inside of a triangle with a circle in the middle, connected by thin metal strands, heavier than he expected. He takes it and starts to head out, but the mercs set off explosives to breach the door he sealed. The vault shakes. Hiram runs. Will he be able to escape before this vault crumbles to ash? I don't think we need to add any flags, Uh, so we've reviewed and recapped what happened last session, so why don't we just roll on this table, see what happened. External factors create new danger, urgency, or importance for a quest. We are drawn away from where the professor is starting to run through these corridors. We zoom out of the vault and we see that it is this strange metal labyrinthine area that is suspended within this cavern underneath the surface of Keen. And cracks are beginning to form in the structures and the struts that connect the vault to the surface. That's what's contributing to the shaking that Hiram is feeling. And if he doesn't escape in time, this whole vault might just break apart and plummet to a dark and terrifying end. So with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and take a momentum, which is going to take us up to 10 momentum. We are currently sitting at two health, two spirit, and one supply. Now we are deep in this vault, and Professor Viser needs to escape from it. And there are a number of ways that we could do that, but I think for me, it makes sense to just set a course. Set a course is a move that says, when you follow a known route through perilous space across hazardous terrain or within a mysterious site, roll plus supply. On a strong hit, reach your destination, and the situation there favors you. On a weak hit, you arrive but face a cost or complication. On a miss, we are waylaid by a significant threat and must pay the price. So none of our assets are going to help us on this. We have one supply. So unfortunately, I think we just have to roll the dice. 
and see how this goes. Here we go. Six on the action score, a two and a 10 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So we suffer a cost en route or face a complication at the destination. I don't think I want to face a complication at the destination. I think I'm gonna go with the suffer moves. And because I rolled a 10 on that, I can't use my momentum to turn it into a strong hit. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a hit on health and a hit on spirit. I'm gonna make two suffer moves at minus one for both of those and move the health and spirit down to one apiece. And this is gonna represent Hiram running through the corridors of this vault. And here's the thing, he has to get past those Elder League mercenaries because I don't know that there is an alternate route. Actually, why don't we ask the Oracle whether or not he has to go past or if there's another route past. So is there another route past the Elder League mercenaries that he can use to take? I think it's unlikely. Yes, there is. Okay. So he is able to tuck down a corridor and maybe there's one that branches off from this room that he's in. Maybe there's a like branching point in the corridor that leads to this room. Regardless, he is able to escape in a different direction. And so this harm that he takes, both physically and mentally, is from the corridor around him starting to crumble and like pieces are falling and he has to cover his head to protect his helmet and he's getting battered by these pieces of debris. And there are, I think, several points at which he's running through a corridor and the ground begins to crumble beneath him or it shifts and he starts to slide in a different direction. And he has to throw himself forward and scramble across pieces of debris that are starting to crack apart as the floors and the the walls and the ceilings are beginning to disintegrate around him. And he is running with all speed and haste, scrambling, doing whatever he has to. And then he finally makes it back to that entry point. And I think this is where... He emerges out of one of those honeycombed passages into this initial entryway. And he can see the Elder League mercenaries running down the pathway towards this same room that he's in. And he's a little ahead of them. And he turns and sprints for it. And he is sprinting up this slanting tunnel. And he can see the cracks that have been forming this whole time and chunks of it are falling away and he can see that there's open darkness that leads to the core of this planet. Who knows how far down it goes. And so he is running and struggling and clambering up and he finally emerges out of the entryway of this vault as this great groaning of metal can be heard from behind him and I think we should ask once again the oracle do these elder league mercenaries make it out after him I think there's a small chance and the answer is no so he emerges out onto the surface and he spares a moment to look behind 
And you can see that these Elder League mercenaries are trying to scramble up the same tunnel that he did. But as he watches, there's that groaning and creaking of metal. And then all of a sudden, the vault shears away and falls into the dark. And Professor Viser watches in horror as that half dozen Elder League mercenaries who were trying to make their escape from this vault fall to their death. Panting, leaning over, trying not to vomit in his suit, Professor Viser is taking breaths, trying to slow his racing heartbeat. And then he reaches around for his pack and he looks in and he sees that strange artifact. And he thinks to himself, it's time to get out of here. It's time to get back to the ship, see if he can repair it, and then get off of this world before more of those Elder League mercenaries come searching for their fellows. And so he is going to head towards his ship. And I think once again, I'm going to use the set a course move for this journey because I think this represents him traveling back the way that he came from where his escape pod landed and then continuing on to the location where his ship should be. So we're going to once again roll plus supply. Our supply is plus one, but... Before we do that, let's ask another question the Oracle. Are there any Elder League supplies or anything in this area? Like, did these Elder League mercenaries roll up in some sort of vehicle that maybe has some supplies that Hiram could rummage through and try to resupply himself? Uh, I think it's 50-50. So why don't we go ahead and roll on Ask the Oracle? Answer is yes. So they do have some supplies here. Is it a vehicle? I think that's likely. No, it's not. Okay. So they don't have a vehicle, which means maybe they were carrying packs on their back, which they removed and set down outside of this vault. So they wouldn't be burdened by them as they were going into the vault and exploring it. So we're going to attempt to resupply here. And we're going to do that with wits as we're scavenging. So I'm going to roll my wits and hope for something good. Okay, so I rolled a nine on the action score. I've got a nine and an eight on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So if it's a weak hit, I could burn my 10 momentum to turn this into a strong hit, but I want to save that momentum for getting back to the ship and repairing it. So I'm going to take the weak hit here. I can take plus two supply. So my supply is going to go up to three, but I have to first deal with a cost, complication, or demand. Envision the nature of this obstacle. I don't know what obstacle there could be here, so why don't we ask the Oracle? We'll do action and theme. Challenge rumor. So this obstacle is going to be challenge a rumor. 
So if we look at our Elder League mercenaries, they have notable influence. Uh, their projects are to incite conflict among rivals, form an alliance. There are rumors which are know the location of a fabled treasure or lost technology, and that they are caught in the crossfire of feuding factions. And we've already established that they are caught in the crossfire between Hamshaw lore seekers and Verdot forge spawn hunters. So what about the knows the location of a fabled treasure or lost technology? This is an obstacle that would challenge that rumor. What if he is starting to rummage through their packs and he realizes that there is an emblem, maybe a small piece of tech that he recognizes as ascendancy tech, and he sees it and he realizes that it could be a like a booby trap of some sort. It could be a way that they are protecting their gear. And maybe it is part of that lost technology that they are rumored to know the location of. So in order for him to access it, I think he's going to have to face some danger here. So he's going to take out his gear and he's going to start trying to disassemble or separate these devices from the pack so that he can get into the goods. Because I think they are creating some sort of seal that is keeping him from opening the packs and removing whatever the contents are. So we're going to face danger plus wits because this is expertise, focus, or observation. Let's see what happens. Five on the action score, four and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So he successfully removes the devices. I think he pockets one of them as well. And then he is rummaging through the supplies. He is able to resupply himself, maybe get some rations, some water, and uh, maybe a few like flares and other things that he expended while he was down there. Maybe he even gets a, a comm unit like a portable comm unit that is tied into the Elder League frequency. And so he is able to then, when he's navigating his way back towards his ship, hopefully avoid any further patrols. So let's go ahead and make our set of course now. Our supply is three, so we should go ahead and roll that. Four on the action score, three and a 10 on the challenge dice for another weak hit. And because I rolled again a 10, I'm not able to burn the momentum for a strong hit on that. So there's going to be some sort of complication at the destination or suffer costs on route. I think the complication at the destination could be one of two things. And I think I'm gonna ask the Oracle I think it is either that Elder League mercenaries have found his ship or that the damage is worse than he expected. And I actually think it's the that the damage is worse than he expected. So I'm going to say that that one is likely. Yes, the damage is worse than he expected. He arrives back at his ship and he approaches it and he's like, oh, Harvey. I'm so, so sorry. I shouldn't have left you in this state. And this sort of blocky transport that has carried him around from place to place is sitting there with massive scoring on the sides and maybe even holes in it 
And he's just staring at it, and he's just like, this is... This is going to take me hours to fix. Good thing I got one of those drones. Hopefully it will help me repair the ship faster. And he is going to start attempting to repair. So when you make repairs to your vehicle, modules, mechanical companions, or other devices, envision the situation and roll. If you make your own repairs or direct a companion to make repairs, roll plus wits. Definitely what we're doing here. On a hit, you gain repair points as appropriate to the situation per the table below. So we're going to roll our wits. See what happens. Okay, I rolled a five on the action score. I've got a nine and an eight on the challenge dice, which is a miss, but I've got 10 momentum. So I'm going to burn this right now to turn this into a strong hit. So reset my momentum back to two. And then on a strong hit, because I'm in the field, I get three repair points. It is not mechanically damaged. The crashing of the ship was more of a narrative consequence here. So I did not actually tick down the health of the ship. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to here and now, because it was a complication, I'm going to set the integrity of my ship at zero. Because the complication for the journey to here is that it was worse than I expected. So I'm going to set the integrity to zero. And then with those three repair points, I'm going to raise it up to three integrity. So the ship is still damaged, but the holes are patched. It will fly. And I think Hiram is going to look back over this broken world. This once thriving world that is now a grim monument to the Ascendancy. He's going to look back at the noxious fog and the radioactive hotspots. And he is going to board Harvey, fire it up, lift off the surface, and prepare to return to Pyla. I feel like we can give ourselves another mark on our vow, which is find and explore the Ascendancy Vault on Keen, as we have now restored the ship and are taking off. And I think it is time to go ahead and complete our vow. So we've got eight progress on this formidable vow. We're going to go ahead and fulfill the vow by rolling the challenge dice. Here we go. A weak hit. Eight progress versus a nine and a five. So on a weak hit, as above, but there is more to be done, or you realize the truth of your quest. If you swear an iron vow to set things right, take your full legacy reward. Otherwise, make the reward one rank lower. So Hiram fires up his ship, lifts off from Keen and flies out into space. He sets his course for Pyla and engages the E-Drive. As his ship leaps into the drift, Hiram pulls out that artifact and is looking at it. He spends a few hours examining it and then finally puts it away when he realizes that he's not making as much progress on it as he would like. He decides he's going to rest, so he does. He, he settles in to sleep setting the ship to wake him 
before it drops out of E-Drive. Pyla is only a single jump from Keen. And so he gets a few hours of sleep before the ship wakes him. And he clambers out of his bunk. Eyes still bleary from the sleep and from the adrenaline rush of the last day. And he enters the cockpit of Harvey and he settles in as the ship drops out of the drift. Pyla is a desert world, a pitiless planet of searing heat, blowing sand and sun-baked rock. He sees the sprawling salt flats as he begins to enter the atmosphere and the ever-burning sun that lights the sands of this burning world. And he sees the settlement. The settlement where his contact, Arnav Bond, lives. This agent who sent him on this mission, who gave him the information that there could be a vault on Keen. As he sets the ship down, and emerges from it. We don't actually know what Arnav is doing on this world. We know that they're an agent, that they are anxious, adventurous, dangerous, that their goal is to defeat a rival. And maybe that rival is in one of these settlements that is in conflict with the settlement that Arnav lives in. Whatever the case, when Professor Vassar arrives at Arnav's place. There's no one there. The professor knocks on the door. There's no answer. Now, he's friends with this person. They have a connection. And so he is going to bypass the lock. So there's more to be done, or there is a truth that we have to realize about this quest. What is it? Is it that Arnav is missing? And... Hiram can't return to them to give them this piece of technology? Or is it something else? Let's check the oracles. Let's roll on action and theme again. Persevere, hope. So this sector, the Onyx Shallows, is under the Elder League control. I think that Arnav Bond is working against the Elder League, that they are an agent probably of Hamshal. That makes the most sense because Professor Vassar is a Hamshal lore seeker. So persevere hope. Maybe Hamshal wants to take back this sector. And maybe they sent Arnav into the sector as an advance agent. And the professor is working with Arnav because there are a number of worlds in the sector that have vaults. And Hamshal think that the Elder League are seeking information or technology in this sector. And if they find it, they will become more powerful and their influence will spread to other sectors. So uh, Arnav and Hamshal in general are in this place trying to prevent the Elder League from gaining influence. So that is the truth of the quest. So Hiram walks in, he looks around, he sees that 
Arnav has not been here, maybe in a, a couple of days, and he doesn't really think much of it. So I think he leaves his stuff here, and then he goes out to the bar that is in this small settlement. And he's there, and when he arrives at that bar, he starts to get a sense that there's been a bit of a ruckus. And I think he then probably knows one of the bartenders in the bar has been here enough times, and they sidle up to him and they're like, Professor, you're back. And Hiram nods and says, Yes, yes, I am. Um, Have you seen Arnav? The bartender's face kind of falls and says, All right, you were gone, and so you don't know. Arnav's gone. A couple of people from the settlement are gone. Some raiders showed up a few days ago, took them hostage, took them out onto the salt flats. A couple of folk tried to form up a posse to follow them out there and get them back, but there was no sign of them. Sorry. I think your friend is gone. And he pours Hiram a, a tall drink. He says, this one's on me. Sorry for the bad news. Hiram looks at it, asks some questions, gets a little bit more information, drinks the drink, and then finally goes back to Arnav's quarters. Shortly after he enters, there's a blinking light that begins to flash on a comm panel. And I think Hiram ignores it. Then it stops. And then it begins to flash again. And again, Hiram ignores it because it's not his place to answer Arnav's calm. But after about four or five times of it, blinking on, turning off, blinking back on again, he finally sighs, gets up, approaches it, and hits the activator button. A small screen activates, and... An officer of the Hamshal forces appears on the screen. And Hiram vaguely recognizes this person. Because again, he moves through Hamshal circles. And he recognizes this person as essentially Arnav's handler. The handler looks at Hiram raises an eyebrow and says, Professor, I did not expect you to be answering this call. Hiram shrugs and says, I tried not to, but you were pretty persistent. Look, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Arnav's gone. It sounds like he was kidnapped by some raiders. I don't know exactly what happened. I was out on an expedition, but I just got back into town. I'm going to try and see if I can rustle up some information. The handler swears and then says, I know you're just an archaeologist, and you have made it clear that you don't want to be involved directly in the politics of the Forge. But if Arnav has gone missing and you can find information on where they are, I can send a strike force to your position. Hiram says, I'll see what I can do. The handler replies and says, Will you swear to find my agent? And Hiram reaches up. He clasps the piece of the Hamshal world ship 
the iron totem that he wears around his neck. And he says, I swear, I'll find Arnav and I'll help get them back in whatever way I can. So we are going to take the full legacy reward, which for a formidable vow is one box of progress on the quests track. And then when you fulfill a vow and score a hit, also mark two ticks on your discoveries legacy track because Hiram is a lore hunter. So I'm going to do that now. So I have now two experience from the quests and I've got halfway to another box of progress on the discoveries. We're going to clear our vow and create a new one, which is find Arnav Bond in the Salt Flats. I think that's going to be another formidable vow. And I would swear the Iron Vow, but in fact, I'm not going to right now. I'm going to leave it here because the professor's adventures will continue at some point in the future. But for now, we have explored a vault and discovered that there are greater mysteries going on in the forge. And someday, we will rejoin the professor on his search for his friend in the Onyx Shallows sector. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures, and thanks so much to Sirenscape for the lovely ambient sounds and music throughout the episode. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word. And if you want to support the show directly, leave me a review or buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash errantadventures. If you want to interact with me, I'm at Errant Solopod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email me at errantsolopod at gmail.com. I also post campaign-related materials on my website, errantadventurespod.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.